Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another amazing episode of the DadCast where I am raising an adult, not a child. Because one day I'm not going to be here and I need to make sure my child is going to grow into an adult who's self-sufficient, understanding, and not going to be taken advantage of by the world or anybody that seeks to take her out. Because I love my damn child. Because she's amazing. Um, this episode is brought to you by Cut Connoisseur. It's a clothing and lifestyle brand and sells products for the grooming and hair industry. And check them out at um, Cut Connoisseur on Instagram. Cut Connoisseur. Check them out. Once again, I have bunch of my favorite people on the planet in here because you know I'm a barber but it's more than just a haircut it's it's love it's life it's um communication it's conversation and it's building and I've also learned something that I get an epiphany for the day every day I get a chance to learn something new and my epiphany for the day is I need to now learn that not just being the big homie or an uncle or a friend or a father, that I can learn from the new generations, the youth. And Caleb, I want to give you that um, uh, those props today, man. Like you taught me a bunch of things, and I look up to you because of your um, your your focus and your determination to constantly seek more information. And my humility has been um, keeping me focused on knowing that I don't know every fucking thing, but I can learn from any and everywhere, and every day I can learn something. So, your dad is one of my favorite people on the planet, man, and I love the way he maneuvers, how he allows people to be themselves how he raises men, you know, watching him, you know, take in um, young men, nephews, and adopts people, and, you know, protects men, and, you know, because of the things that we've witnessed, we don't want you guys to have to experience, you know, but I love that about him, and, you know, let me ask you, this episode is going to be more about you than your dad and I. But let me ask you, what are some things, and it could be just one, but what are some things um, that you are grateful for your dad teaching you? Uh, some things that I'm grateful for my dad teaching me. One of the things that I'm most grateful for is my dad taught me humility above all else. Hmm. Like, my dad is a very intelligent man but he is never one who's afraid to admit when he doesn't know something. Like when it came to my harder and harder classes as time went on, he would admit sometimes he had no clue what the fuck I'm doing because <laughs> it's a lot sometimes. I get that for It's that level of humility and humble kindness that I've learned to try and take with me wherever I go. That's one of the things that I'm most grateful for learning from him. That's dope. And the balance to that is his toughness as well. Oh, yeah. You know he ain't playing with your ass, is he? One of the other things that I learned was when it comes to life, 
If you have an authority figure in front of you, try not to piss them off. Woo! Because it's, it's all nice once they're all nice to you, but so long as you keep them in the area of kindness and happiness, you're good. And this is what I'm trying to show people too, like with me, like, dude, it's, it's all good, man. And you know, and like they say, you know, if you keep poking the bear, don't be mad when you get bit. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's serious. Like, you poking a bear. Like, it's a whole bear. Like, you may think that bear is nice and he just minds business and he's just trying to get fruits and berries out the tree, but that's a whole bear. And I'm learning that too, you know, just like, all right, man, leave me alone, leave me alone. I'm trying to be nice, but you're going to get all this smoke. But that's dope, though. I'm, I'm glad you learned that. Um, what have you learned? Um, because it's not just about you, because you have siblings. What have you learned that your dad has taught you um, regarding your siblings? Like, watching him navigate with them, because you all are so different, right? So mm -hmm. he has to deal with each one of you in a different manner, right? So what have you learned from him the way he deals with it, uh, your siblings? Uh, one of the things I've learned is when it comes to my siblings, I can't be singular-minded or try and approach it the way I would. Mm -hmm. I have to try and tailor my approach to how they are. Like for my older brother Milan, I have to be like stern and not let him push me around because Milan mm. does like to beat at the bush a while. Like mm -hmm. one of the things he does love is to kick the bear until it's pissed off. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. So I got to learn how to be a rock with him so that he just stubs his toe instead of pissing me off. Well done. Well done. Okay. And? And like with my little brother London, I have to be like kind and caring with him because as tough as he does act with all of his friends, he is just, he's just softy on the inside, like how I was when I was little. Yeah. And I know when it comes to like being stern and being yelled at, it always is nice to have some caring on the side of it too, instead of just always aggressive angerness. Okay, okay, like what I'm hearing. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna end it on this note. What is, So one day you're going to be a parent. Mm -hmm. What are some things like, like for instance, me, I'm going to give you a, a situation. Like my main thing for my daughter is integrity and do no harm, but take no shit. Those are my two rules. You know what I mean? And that's what I try to instill in her. What are some things that you want to instill in your children? One of the things I'd say I want to instill would be, uh, above all, like kindness and generosity when you see people in need, but never let your kindness turn into weakness. Woo! Like, I've had my fair share of times where people think or they can just step all over me because I'm kind, and I've had to put people in place. Like, I remember when I was leading the wrestling team my senior year, one of the guys, I was always kind, always friendly, joking with him. So when I told him to get up to do our punishment, he was like, nah, man, I'm not gonna do it. And he kept trying to turn and look away. So I wasn't having any of it. I just gave him one quick slap to the face and let him know, like, we're here, you listen to me. I'm your friend when I want to be. I'm your boss when I need to be. Ooh, ooh. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Wow. That, I learned, hey, you just taught me something today. Once again, you taught me a few things. But yeah, I, I love that. 
because I'm not wrong. And you know, especially as a man, you know, um, being a protector and a provider and having to, you know, stand up for yourself, you know. Um, and I was telling somebody the other day, or a few people, like, I don't like the term passive aggressive because to me, the way people throw that term passive aggressive around makes it seem like, oh, you're a pussy and now you're, you know, you want to stand up for yourself and now you're extraed out. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Passive aggressive means I was nice and kind. I gave you passes and now I'm aggressive. Because you were poking a fucking bear. You weren't per poking a, a peacock or, you know what I'm saying? You weren't poking a hummingbird. You were poking a bear the whole time. And the bear was just like, yeah, you might not want these problems. But then when you got them, oh, how dare you? Oh, my goodness. You, you're such a jerk. And I even posted something like that in my uh, stories this morning in my caption. Because, you know... Uh, People assume that I'm an asshole, but it's like, nah, you were trying to go run away with whatever you wanted. You wanted what you wanted from me. You wanted to take advantage of me. And when I didn't allow it, now I'm wrong for not allowing you to take advantage of me. When I was just trying to be cool with you, I, I didn't want no problems. But the cold part about it is they didn't want the problems in the first place. They just wanted whatever they can get out of you. You know, whether it be a rise out of you, whether that be control, whether that be um, attention, attention, money, whatever it is, you know, like they just want to take advantage of you, you know, and I'm not here for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love everybody, but I'm just I'm trying to be cool. And then yeah, that's enough of that. You know, I'm going to need you to back up. Uh, Thank you for sharing. I appreciate you for real, for real. Uh, Drake. Yeah. What are some of the f your favorite moments and things that you've learned from being a father? Uh, man, watching my kids be better than I ever was, mm. scholastically, uh, emotionally, mm. uh, just all around, far better children than I know I was. So I think it has a lot to do with, you know, talking to the kids, man. You ain't always got to whoop them. You know, kids are, they're little humans. It ain't like they can't think for themselves. But sometimes you need to get to the root of why they're thinking the way they're thinking and maybe guide that and mold that as opposed to mm. trying to mold the actual child itself. Just help mm. with the thought process. Mm. Like my son's often stressed out about college and shit and shit like that. I've never dealt with that level of stress, you know? So I can only tell him how to handle it from my standpoint. And I, like I always tell him, man, it's, it's, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. I know you think it is, but it's ultimately when it's all said and done, in the grand scheme of things, dog, it's not. It's small to a giant. Small things to a giant. You know what I'm saying? Your health and your livelihood means more than, than anything. Because that stress brings on heart attack and, you know, health issues. Mm-hmm. Small things to a giant, man. I like to say that all the time, yeah. man. That is important. Um, can you tell me or share with me a moment where you realized Caleb was 
self-sufficient where you didn't have to worry about it and when you thought like damn like i did a good fucking job ninth grade year ninth grade year why because caleb's not he's not you know i was an athlete growing up Mm -hmm. my son caleb's not an athlete at all sports isn't his thing never has been i tried to you know get him to play basketball like most parents do at an early age and then you know be the team parent going to all the games and whatnot my kids don't like sports like that mm-hmm. so I'm not going to try to force them and turn them into little athletes that they don't want to be mm-hmm. but come his ninth grade year he found his place now he was getting having problems in junior high as far as uh, you know his, his confidence and self assurance levels but when he got to high school he went out for the wrestling team of all sports to play he chose wrestling on his own no guidance from me no pushing from me Man, it meant the world to him. That's dope. And and I think what you're saying too is that and there there's two sides to every coin. Right. First of all. You know, and we were talking about, you know, poking the bear, you know what I mean? The bear's just trying to get some berries and nuts, you know what I mean, some fish and mind his own business. Right. But if you want them problems, you won't get them. But I think that's dope because um I had a similar situation with my daughter where I was coaching her on the soccer team and um, man, this girl, they both went up for a ball and my daughter's like, she's a sweetheart, man. Like she was always, you know, super chill, but I knew sports was the way to navigate her into some toughness without me like abusing her or telling her toughen up and, you know, hitting on her. Like I was never gonna hit a woman, period, but what I'm not going to do is allow my child to be out here being a sucker. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not going to do. So she, um, there was this one game where she jumped up to get a ball and her and the other girl collided and it knocked the wind out of her in the air. Like, dude, like she folded in the air and like landed on her side. Like you could hear the wind come out of her and everything. Like everybody was like, ooh. Damn, like that was that was a nasty collision, man. It was bad. But the sound she made, you know, I was just like, you know, I I, I snapped out of coach mode and went into dad mode because right. that's my little girl, you know what I mean? So in soccer, you're supposed to wait for the referee to call you on. The the ref's supposed to check on the child first. Then if the child's not okay, then they tell you, you know, come on out and check on the child. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I never listened to that rule because these are little girls and I'm as a protector and a provider, as a man, what I'm going to do is make sure my girls are okay, regardless of if it's my daughter or, you know, any any girl on my team I'm here for. So anyway, um, I didn't even wait because I knew she was messed up. I was like, oh, hell no. So I sprinted out on the field, you know, and, um, you know, I'm running up to her, you know, and I, I knew she would be okay, but I didn't know if she had, like, cracked ribs or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that was a major thing, too. Like, you might have cracked your ribs or um, just being out of breath is one thing, but the way she took that knee to the ribs, I was concerned. And the way she fell on her side, I was concerned. So, anyway, I get to her, and I'm just telling her, baby, it's okay. Just breathe. Into your nose, out through your mouth. Into your nose, out through your mouth. You'll get your breath back. And that was the first time she's ever had the wind knocked out of her, too. But anyway, she was like, I'm okay, Dad. I said, baby, you need to come out the game. She was like, no, 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 I want to keep playing. 
I said, are you sure? So then coach kicked in. Like, wait, you still want to play? She was like, I got this, Dad. I can go. I was like, my dog. I was like, see? And I knew I wasn't. And, and I learned from one of my favorite things about being a father, and I'm going to give you this because you're going to be a father one day, is when with your children, and much like Jerry was just talking about, push, but don't force. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Now, based on what he was just saying, push. I'm going to introduce it to you. I'm going to give you this game. I'm going to show you what's up or what's out there, but I'm not going to force you to do anything other than who and what you can be. So I, uh, I went off the field, and I turned back into coach, and I was just like, I was concerned about her just like I was concerned about any other girl on the team. And we talked, and, like, I was literally yelling during the game, like, hey, are you okay? Because I'm seeing her holding her ribs and, you know, barely being able to breathe, and she couldn't really move, you know, laterally like she usually does. And I'm like, dude, you can come out the game. She said, no, Dad, I got it. And that was my grateful moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, I raised a, a, somebody who can really stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, endure. endure. Like, resilience is a thing now. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was that moment I was just like, she got it. And, and you know, as parents, man, like, and, and what we've done, like, it's just that aha moment for us. And it's just like, man, I'm so happy. Like, if something ever happens to me, I don't have to be concerned. I don't have to be on my last dying breath or my last moment, waking moment, and be like, oh, damn, is my child going to be okay? Like, they good. Because I did and gave them everything I could in this moment, mm-hmm. in, in my, you know, uh, life and, and with my time with them. And it's a blessing, man, to see you guys' growth, man. Like, it for real gives us um, so much hope and um, happiness. Puts our hearts and minds at ease. For real, for real. Hearts and minds. Just like when you play video games and you... uh, um, That next level. Right, that next level. Like, you reach those checkpoints, right? Mm -hmm. And you know if... Like, if you have to reset, you know you don't have to start all the way back at the beginning again. Like, oh, continue I can from start. where you saved from. Exactly. Maybe. Continue from exactly where you saved from. Like, oh, yeah, I reached this. You're not going to double back or 